Super Talk Mississippi media production. Joining us now on the podcast for the very first time, Michael Katz. He covers the Rebels uh, for the Northeast Mississippi Daily Journal. Really great guy outside of that being a Dodger fan thing, but we'll let that slide today. Uh, no response. Uh, not yet. I, you know what? Uh, the, the Dodgers are kind of messing me up right now, so I, I really don't. I, 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 I'd be mad at it, too. Good, good. I, I appreciate people who are mad at the Dodgers. Uh this is going to be an ugly basketball game, Michael. There's just really no getting away getting away from that. I haven't seen the uh, the the betting numbers on it yet, but I would advise just about everybody to bet large on the under uh, between these two teams. Let's talk about Ole Miss for a second because they've got a couple of good players in Matthew Morrell, who state fans will remember absolutely torched the Bulldogs in Oxford uh, a season ago, uh, and then Deshaun Ruffin, who you know is the state top player as, as a high school player and is has you know been battling back from injury but has been getting better this season as the season goes they they've got a couple of pieces why isn't it working for this old miss team well it's it, it's funny you brought up uh that it's going to be uh, an ugly game almost does not play a lot of pre games uh yeah. these days just in terms of uh kind of what they are and and you know we've we we've seen them compete and, and we've seen them stay close but this is a team that tends to dig itself into really big holes and uh, you know, against Central Florida, I think it was 21-0. Yeah. Uh, against Alabama, they were down 20 in the first half. Um, they they dig themselves into these holes, and then they, you know, they figure something out, and they make things interesting. Uh, but they just do not – or they are not equipped to come back from deficits that they find themselves in. And, you know, they're, they're in the 250s in scoring this year. Their field goal percentage is right around 43, something like that. Uh, you know the defense is okay, the rebounding is okay, uh, but when 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 they dig themselves into these holes, uh, they are just not they're just not built to come back from that. And uh, you know I don't know a ton of teams that are built to come back from you know twenty one nothing deficits, but uh, you know Ole Miss is definitely not one that uh, you know I, I would take under those circumstances. Like you said, they've got some really nice players. Ruffin is still kind of trying to figure it out, but. You know, Morrell is when he's when he's going, he's going. He's really good. He's a sniper from from deep. Uh, you know, Caldwell and Abram have, have looked nice, but um, there's just not a lot of consistent offense on this team. And and I think as 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 we've seen these last three games, starting with that North Alabama game, which was really kind of a stunner, uh, the offense just disappears. The other thing that strikes me about this Ole Miss team is that you know with with, with Kermit Davis. You just expect a certain level of effort. You know, he's always been a guy who who got great energy out of his players. And when you watch this Ole Miss team, I, I don't see that at all times. I, 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 maybe that may be a kind way of putting it, but they they don't play with a, a ton of effort and energy throughout the game. How much of that is just we, we all sort of have an idea that Kermit Davis probably isn't going to finish. You know, isn't going to be there at the end of this season. Yeah, how much of that is is maybe seeping into the Ole Miss the locker room there, or, or is it just something else? I, I'd have to imagine that you know any time that those sorts of things are have been you know, and this has been a conversation for for a bit now in terms of what his future is, and obviously we won't know uh, until you know whatever happens happens. But 
uh, I'd have to imagine it has to affect guys. Um, you know, when we we just had an egg bowl where there was a coaching conversation and we saw it uh, affect one of the teams in a big way uh, for a few weeks. And it, I have no question that it contributed to the way that Ole Miss ended its football season. And so, uh, you know, I, I, I do think there is something to be said for that. I also it's it's I think when you're maybe not seeing the results that. Uh, you want at this point, you know, when it's, it, it, you know, this is kind of the same thing that a lot of these players have ha- have seen for as long as they've been here. Uh, you have to think that at some point it, it's kind of, I don't know, I don't know if I'd say hard to listen, but, uh, you know, maybe you don't take, you know, all of the the coaching things that you took, you know, when you were a true freshman or when you first came in. Uh, as well as he did. I think there comes a point where maybe it it falls on deaf ears a little bit. And so, uh, no, you're right though. When when you look on, um, when you look on the sideline, you know, you can see it kind of seems like a one-way street in terms of the emotion coming from, uh, you know, Kermit and whatnot. And, and you don't always see it from, from players. And uh, no, it's, 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 it's not what you want to see if you're a fan. And, And if you're a player, I imagine, uh, when you see the season kind of going the way it is right now, uh, you'd have to probably say, you know, here we go again. And, and I imagine it's it's kind of hard to to be there for 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 times like this. It's such an odd series in, in in the way that it plays out year after year. And and what I mean by that is, since Rick Stansbury left Mississippi State going into the 2013 season, Ole Miss has won the first game of the series nine out of 11 times. And it became sort of a running joke for us here on this podcast about Ben Howland that, you know, he would have momentum and things would be going okay. And you think maybe people are going to get on the bandwagon. And then he plays Ole Miss the first time and he loses to him and everybody just gets, just gets angry. This feels like a huge game for state in, in that, in that way for me, because I think state finally needs to get off the, the schneid on that and, and win this first game against Ole Miss and, and snap this three game losing streak. What does a win mean for Ole Miss at this point? I mean, there's the obvious, you know, it snaps a three-game losing streak, all that sort of stuff. But, uh, you know, to start off 0-3 in SEC play uh, when the schedule is just (laughs) getting worse and worse, uh, I don't think you can really afford that. And I think where this team is, I I, I hate to use the cliche, they need to see a win. And, you know, that sounds like really obvious. Everybody needs to see wins. But I think this is a team that really sort of needs that little boost and, you know, they 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 made it really close with Tennessee in their SEC opener and, and they lost that in heartbreaking, you know, by four or five, whatever it was. And, you know, then they get blown out by Bama. Uh, I, think, I think this team needs something to feel good about itself with. And, you know, beating State, obviously it does that, um, especially, you know, with with how State started the season and just kind of all the you know, all the all the the, the attention on that program and it's it's well deserved. Um but you know, I, I think Ole Miss would 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 really kind of like to take some of the momentum back and, and just have something to, uh, you know, feel good about. You know, how the rest of the season plays out, who knows? But you know, winning these rivalry games, I, I think, can go a long way. And and I'm not saying that if they win this game, they're going to make the tournament or anything like that. But uh, I think you'll see maybe a different a, a different sort of attitude and, and maybe a, a different sort of. Uh, you know, maybe they respond a little bit better to to, to situations that they haven't uh, so far this year. When the, when Ole Miss has been able to have success in this series, it's usually because one guy really steps up and has a big game. We mentioned Morrell. Brian Tyree was a notorious Bulldog killer in his career at Mississippi State. Devontae Shuler a few years here ago in Starville had a big game. 
Outside of Ruffin and, and Morrell for Ole Miss, who's somebody that you could see maybe having a little bit of a breakthrough game and, and putting a lot of points on the board? I think it's got to be one of their bigs. And then they've got a, a few that, um, you know, they, they brought in this offseason uh, as transfers. And, um, you know, the, the results have been a little bit mixed in terms of, of what the product has been. But, uh, you know, with with Mbala and uh, and and uh, Akuba and, and guys like that, I think they sort of need that strong interior presence, you know, you're, you're going to get what you get with Morella and, and Ruffin in terms of perimeter play and, and, you know, Ruffin more than, than Morell in terms of getting things close to the basket. But I think they really need to establish those bigs. Um, another guy I would say is, is potentially miles Burns. Uh, he's a, he's the guy they got from the NAIA school, uh, loyal in New Orleans who won a national championship there. And, and he was pretty bombed after that North Alabama game. And you could just sort of see it, wearing on him a little bit how things had kind of gone and so uh i think a guy like that too um you know he's a he's a six six foot kind of combo forward guard uh you know is, is he a guy that's going to score a ton of points not necessarily but uh, i think he brings the sort of mentality that this team needs he plays really hard defensively and he'll get his buckets uh, I, I don't know if he's going to pop off on the stat sheet but I think if if Ole Miss is is is, is going to do what they have to do, I think there's a good chance that he puts his imprint on the game uh, one way or another. Just not really asking for a prediction, but just how do you see this game going Saturday? You know, it's 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 funny that you that you brought up the the fact that Ole Miss tends to win the first one and and State tends to win the second one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I really like <laughs> this team has just been such a coin flip in terms of what you're going to get. Uh, on a night-to-night basis, I, I, I think I, I, I don't know if they're going to win, but I do think they're going to look a lot better than they have in recent games. And uh, I don't know if that's not necessarily a, a, a bold, you know, a, a bold take uh, there. But uh, I, I think you know they they do tend to come to play for these sorts of games. Um, I, I do think it is a a, a not, maybe not a good matchup, but I think they're equipped for this type of team. Um, and I think that adrenaline can, can take you a long way in games like this. So um, like you said, I, it'll be a close, ugly one. I, I don't, I, the thing I always worry about with Ole Miss or not worry, but I always think about with Ole Miss is uh, if, if things are, are going bad, are they going to have that one guy who can put it on his shoulders? And you brought up guys like that. And sometimes it's Matt Morrell, um, but Matt Morrell is very, very streaky. And so, um, you know, if, if he is not on his game, I think it's going to be tough. But uh, I have no doubt that it'll it'll be a really good game. Uh, but if you had to ask me for a prediction, I, I, I stopped the prediction business on Ole Miss basketball a long time ago. <laughs> uh, as, as Nick Suss once said, uh, he once drew a Venn diagram of, of things that make the sense in Ole Miss, and they were just two circles that never touched each they other. Never touch each other. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. And, I totally and, get that. I totally. Yep, and it makes a lot of sense. Having lived in this state my entire life, basically, yes, I, and a lot of that true for Mississippi State as well. Michael Katz covers the Rebels for the uh, Northeast Mississippi Daily Journal. You can follow him on Twitter at Michael L Katz K A T Z. Thanks for joining me, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate you, buddy. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.